What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 271. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And we're rummaging through Sleazy Pete's bootleg stash looking for that sweet gold. Adam. What was that thing he kept saying? Huck, huck, oh, what was it? <laughs> yeah, dude, like, what? That what was the fuck? from fucking Peter Pan, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. How much did y'all enjoy it? I loved it, dude. Like no, no shit. Like it was such a genius way of, of making this happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In in my opinion, because it's like, okay, how do you tell a modern day Chippendale? And it's like, well, they could do the reboot thing or they could like poke fun at the reboot thing. Yeah. While they have, and it was just an episode of the, of the, of the it TV set, you know what I no, mean? No, like, no, it, it was, and, and I'll, I'll even go so far as to argue that it wasn't even an episode of the of the show. It was just the theme song played as a movie. Yeah, right. Because nobody gave a fuck that money was gone. Only Chip and Dale. Like it was a, it was a crime that slipped through the cracks, bro. It was stinky cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Gee, he, was, gee, gee, gee. he was addicted <laughs> to it, dude. I've been there before, though. I really like the idea that they went with the 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 Toon World top thing in this, like Who yeah. Framed Roger Rabbit, um, Cool World, those films where they blend live action with animation, like legitimate animation, and they have to coexist. You know, I've always enjoyed that, and it's cool that 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 they thought to to use that style for sure. Yeah, right. Um, and how like. I want more. You know what I mean? I figured they would spin it off into a Disney Plus show. Yeah, right. Would it makes sense but, to bring it back as that with the girl and they got an agency now. Like that's what I was. Th- I was thinking at the end of it, they were going to like be detectives yeah. or like you know what I mean. And it was just going to be them. Like, could you imagine this? That you know this tune or this whatever something's going on with them. They got to show up. You've got your guest stars in the form of like nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. You throw a little human characters in there to just kind of, you know what I mean? Like, why not? I can, uh, it was putty. Dude, JK Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> he was fighting strong, her dude. the way it was when it, when they go in to bust them and he's on that little, uh, the two wheel thing. What they call oh it, yeah. Right? Little, he was just um, funny. Yeah. He's like, what's stuck to my back? <laughs> it, it was like, it's gum. He's like, that's going to be a part of me forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I thought that was funny. Sweet Pete, dude. You didn't expect it to be Peter Pan, did you? Made sense. Yeah, I mean. He's like, then I grew a mustache. Yeah. And I mean, they're really, I feel like there's. I feel like there's too many cameos to dissect in this movie. It kind of has a ready player one type thing where it's like, just as you rewatch it, I feel like you're going to pick up on characters. You didn't see the first go around. Yeah. No, I get that for sure, man. It's just, it was so incredibly well written and then so, so well done, man, that it just like, I don't know. It's almost perfect. I feel like one of the best things they did was splitting it right down the middle and having one of the the rescue rangers 
full animation, old school animation, and the other one's CG. And I like that they even treated the CG thing like it's uh, what would you call it? Like plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, it was it was fucking and I can't believe the dude that worked on fucking Hot Rod was the one that directed it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's so crazy to me. Oh yeah, the the kid uh, I watched it with the kids, man, and, and one of them even brought up they were like, dude, this is a lonely island movie, and I was like, What? Yeah. I mean they went from Hot Rod and like um Saturday Night Live to Chippendale, dude. Some what big about movie. Fuck? Yeah. I never would have expected like this. But yeah, it, it's I, one of those... I, I went in I went in thinking family film and went away with like, oh, like like nostalgia film. That's yeah, weird. It made that yeah. one for us. Yeah. He had all those tapes. The whole fucking collection, dude. It was like that Nick Cage collection. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean only missing the one pog. Yeah. Fucking but uh chip had it. Yeah. I love how their houses were tiny and he had that big ass dog in yeah. there. Like how did so he get it fucking... out? Is what I was thinking. Yeah. Right. Did it's got a garage that? door. Yeah. <laughs> or the fact that the car wouldn't start, he would ride it. Or the fact that he he was blaring Lamb of God's laid to rest. Yeah. When he came home from from work. That 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 was that was hilarious. Like just That's how it hey, goes I, with was shit. that a like was that a was that almost like a big short reference? I mean kinda. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because, you know, you got the, the mild-mannered office desk job guy that's just blaring metal. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I didn't put those oh. two together. But, yeah, I mean, it could have been, you know. But I'll allow it, you know. I even I, I, lo- like, I, I loved how self-aware the movie was, like y'all said earlier, man. Like, especially, you know, the whole, the whole thing where they're like, man, why does every fucking creature rap. in a movie rap like yeah. and they, they they play on that shit you know the snake was funny yeah right you know there was obviously there was the feel-good moment when chip runs through the thing comes out in the indiana jones gear like yeah. gets suited up like you know all that little stuff at comic-con pretty much yeah fucking ugly sonic though ugly sonic dude <laughs> that was the funniest shit whenever he's talking to him and it just zooms in on his teeth yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh Ugh. yeah and he just completely dissociates he's just like Ugh. <laughs> i'm ugly sonic coming yeah. back baby i love the fucking the candle from fucking be our guest yeah whenever he fucking <laughs> hit him with it he said be my guest yeah i was like this is fucking incredible dude Whenever at the end it turned him into like Wreck It Ralph, yeah, the fucking cat thing, yeah. He had like Woody's boot, from, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the blaster was from, but now one thing I did notice uh, a cameo of Randy from South Park. Oh yeah, yeah. He was at the spa. He was just he was just yeah. sitting there. I was like, that's that's hilarious. Did you see the fucking butthead for Senator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. If only. Well, yeah. And to me, 
that was the charm of this movie was the little world building things they did with, yeah. with like they took these references to all these different characters and was just just went crazy with it yeah see Why i would go love... main street i didn't mean to cut you off no 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 you're good it's so beautiful and peaceful it's like he this is like, so yeah there's a place where stuff happens main street and it's like, I was like, and he's like, him, he fucking sells cheese credit cards. Yeah. Her, the little girl that skips by Muppet fights. And it shows her at the end with the Muppet fights and the money, dude. And what's hilarious is how they played it like cockfighting, you know? Yeah. That Muppet shit was so goddamn funny. He's like, are you the cops? He's like, no, we're not the cops. He went in there, dude. And there's a fucking rat there feeding another rat. And he was like, more, more, more cheese. Like, and I was like, it's a drug den. Yeah. More, more. Funny. It's, it was fucking amazing, man. I would love it if they would take like, you know, Roger Rabbit was obviously in this. I would love to see a film come out and they could use different characters if they wanted to or whatever to bridge like you you had toontown or whatever it was called in roger rabbit where all the the tunes lived at that was kind of separate from the real world you know what i mean yeah it was like its own self-contained little place but now they fully integrated into you know into society i would love to see that movie to see you know what i mean like play mm-hmm. on all that kind of stuff because that would be that would be so damn funny, in my opinion, to see that that work itself out. Yeah, I would be fine with that. I'd watch a show. Yeah, I'd watch all the shows, dude. Did y'all think the chick was dirty? No. Nah. He was like, "How did you watch all the episodes? They didn't air in fucking Rhode Island." Yeah, my grandmother taped them, and then later he was like, "Grandparents don't know how to do stuff like that." <laughs> yeah, like I mean. He ain't wrong. Yeah. He's like, it, it was good. It's the chief. We thought that was too, I said that was too cliche when he asked, but it was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the fucking, um, <laughs> yeah. When like we saw said, all versions of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's that uncanny Valley part of town. Yeah. You know where the eyes don't look quite right. It's like Beowulf. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking great, dude. Uh <laughs> and the fucking Coca-Cola polar bear. Yeah, when he saw what? the Luke, I touch your face. Yeah. I can't believe this. <laughs> the fucking Snoopy here, dude. Yeah. It's like they gave you the Snoopy here, dude. Nah man, it was well executed, well written. Like it's kind. Of, it reminds me of the uh, Lego Movie, you know. Yeah. We're like, yeah, it's a kids movie, but at the end of the day, like, is it though? You know, like, yeah. It's more of like a an adult movie disguised as a kids movie, you know. Yeah. Full star, dude. Yeah, I'm giving it a full star as well, man. I th- I fucking loved it. I thought it was I, hilarious. I just I watched it today. That was my second time watching it. Didn't held up, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna revisit it. 
I could see myself putting that on if there's kids here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, oh, yeah, that'd be party. perfect. Yeah, right? Over there laughing my ass off. Like, What's so funny? I'm like, don't worry about it. He said, don't use that terrible Brooklyn accent. We're here to fix the pot. Yeah. <laughs> like, Work it in. We're here to fix the pipes. He's like, take off the top hat. But I'm a rich, you know. He's like, mm. I'm an expert in accents. It's like, are you? But does it get yeah. you full free? Yeah. Does it? You giving us a star trap? Absolutely. I, I figured mean, it would. When I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is. When you see the trailer, it's like, that looks good. Yeah. And it, it's it's good. Especially if you grew up on the show. I mean, do kids today do they even know what fucking Chippendale is? Like, I don't think so. I don't know. We're gonna I'm sure they have the show them. on Disney Plus, right? Uh, it would make sense if it was. Yeah, but who? Who I the hell knows? The true Hollywood yeah. story: how they fell apart. Yeah, right. He got a side project. He's like, the show's gonna be over. He says, it's not gonna be over. Yeah, it's like two months later, it was over. It's like a uh, gadget. Yeah, and the fly had all the babies. Like with the fucking. All state voice. Yeah. <laughs> He's always dropping truth bombs and wisdom. Yeah. What? It's funny they gave that dude that deepest voice that they could find. Yeah. It's like, whoa. I like how yeah, they made you. fun of him laughing at the end of every episode. They'd be like, and that's what I call a cat in a bag. <laughs> like, yeah, though, it was always like real cheesy. Yeah. How long do we laugh? When she said, the worse the joke, the longer you laugh. But yeah, man. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Like you said, it's it's kind of hard to break it down. Yeah. It's just so much, you know, going on. I mean, it was it was perfectly done and well executed, yeah. you know? Legitimate. Yeah, and and it's certainly not the, the 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 film itself that's that's hard to break down, but you know it's just all those damn references. Yeah, there's, it's a lot. It's fan service, uh, and it's old school fan service too. Like I feel like a lot of the shit people saw in this movie probably went over their heads. A lot of younger audiences. Yeah, um, I guess like you said, Adam, it was it was made for us, you know. Whenever they go to the set of Aladdin and it's fucking Pete's dad. Oh my God. And he's like, move, move. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> fucking Dude, love it. it, dude. I got dumbbowed. Yeah. Dumbbowed me. He was fucking buzz, like buzzing around with them ears. Yeah. Just floating, dude. That's what I'd do if I had those ears, though. I'd be floating around like a fucking madman, man. But yeah, the coveted fucking real estate golden real chipmunks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> rescue rangers, little pogs. Yeah, yeah, the gold it gets yeah. a golden pog, dude. Yeah, 
I'll I'll approve it. You know, I'll I'll allow it. Yeah, I'll allow it. Oh, we got a little bit of movie news here though to go through. So Rob Zombie's Monsters to join Tim Burton's Wednesday on Netflix this fall. So the reboot of the Monsters from director Rob Zombie now has its home. Previously, there had been rumors that the movie would be given a day and date release, and that was followed by additional rumors that Netflix was in talks to acquire the exclusive rights to the reboot. Zombie has confirmed that the latter is true with a post on Instagram announcing that the Monsters hits Netflix this fall, where it will join Wednesday, a reboot of The Addams Family from director Tim Burton. This fall, we're going to spook out like it's 1964. Zombie said on Instagram, yep, the Monsters and the Addams Family are returning to the boob tube at the same time, courtesy of Netflix. It's been 58 years since this Clash of the Titans first happened. Perfect entertainment for your pumpkin carving party. Check out this wicked fall preview issue of TV Guide for the 64-65 season I found while cleaning. Wacky monster fans unite. Uh, sharing the news on his own Instagram account, Grandpa actor Dan Roebuck added, This is such great news. Rob Zombie has confirmed the greatest secret of all. The Monsters is going to be accessible to so many people on the same day. It's going to play on Netflix, and we are thrilled. Me too. I, I didn't, got the trailer I mean, today. The actual... Yeah, it's the real trailer. I, I haven't mean, watched it. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's the real one. I made sure it wasn't a fucking concept trailer. Right. right. Fuckers. Yeah. Putting that shit online. Clickbaiting me. I mean, sometimes it'd be like that, dude. Well, dude, if it really pops off, like as a movie, yeah, they could even do like a little series if they wanted to. Probably yeah. not, but you never know. Well, I mean... Might be huge. The people that are involved in it, the actors that are involved in it, aren't really... Doing a lot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to... Fra- nice yeah, to say that, right? Zombie yeah. might be, though. Yeah, but I think he'd true. make time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which he doesn't even have to to do it. Like, he just has to kind of yeah. oversee it, right? Produce So, it. yeah. I had no he, idea that he pretty much filmed this on his own, I guess. And then I guess. sold it to a production company? Well, I mean, he got... Well, Netflix was working on doing a... Mockingbird Lane, like That's serious. Right. So, and he got the rights for it. So, I'm guessing that um, Netflix probably had uh, first, um, yeah, first bid at it. You know, like, we'll look at it. And... Yeah. Which I mean, how can you do the? Well, I guess they did Archie and all that stuff. It's like, but why would you take the monsters and do it serious? Like, that's the thing about the monsters is there. Yeah, it's goofy. Well, the, it's goofy, but it's like the most extreme version of like outsiders that you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they flip it on their head by being like, Oh no, they're the outsiders because they're not, you know, you know, so I don't know. I'm glad they didn't go that route with it because I mean, it may have been good, but 
the monsters is always going to be the funny. Yeah. So always the funny, you know? Mm-hmm. So Giancarlo, I had to look up how to pronounce this dude's name. Uh, Esposito, the guy from Breaking Bad. He His is name broken. is Giancarlo? Yeah. Giancarlo. I just, he's always been Gus. Esposito. Yeah, I know, right? Just Gus for That's, short. Yeah. Uh, rumored for Professor X role and fans are oh. on board. Uh, fans of Giancarlo Esposito have been anticipating the actor's debut in the MCU. As for years, there has been a lot of speculation over which character he could play. Recently, new rumors have emerged that Esposito is up for the role of Professor X in the X-Men reboot that's in gestation at Marvel Studios. As of now, the rumors are unsubstantiated, but they have nonetheless generated a lot of discussion online, with fans taking well to the idea of Esposito as Charles Xavier. If rumors are true and Esposito is the new Professor X, I am one million percent down, one tweet reads. If there's anyone that I would want to replace Patrick Stewart as Professor X, it would definitely be Esposito, says someone else. I really hope that rumor is true because I'm a massive fan of his. Also, after many years of him being the villain, I'd love for him to be a hero. Uh, Presuming it's too good to be true, another fan tweeted, Esposito as Professor X is my all-time favorite Marvel casting rumor. I desperately wish it was true, but I'm sure it's not. Um, so in this article below it, it says that Esposito is wrapping up his run as Gus freeing from, uh, on better call Saul. So he's wrapping his stuff up here. Um, Mm -hmm. says fans are clearly on board with Esposito coming into the MCU. His name has also come up a lot with fantasy casting as someone who could play Dr. Doom in the next fantastic four movie. Others have been advocating for Esposito to play Magneto based on how the actor has consistently done well with playing villainous characters in other popular TV shows. That includes Moff Gideon in Star Wars series, as well as Stan Edgar in Prime Video superhero satire series, The Boys. Esposito is also appearing every week in new episodes of the final season of Better Call Saul. The Breaking Breaking Bad prequel has featured Esposito prominently in his role as Gus since the third season. While this seems to be the curtain call for the character, Esposito has not given up hope of playing Gus one more time in his own spinoff series. He is keeping the door open for another Breaking Bad spinoff that focuses on Gus continuing to build his empire in the years before Walter White becomes Heisenberg and destroys everything. I always feel like every time this ends, I always feel like I always feel I have more to give, Esposito said on the Rich Eisen show. I've always wanted, I'll just say it, I've always want, I've always felt in my mind there is room for the rise of Gus. This show's about Jimmy McGill. It's a reflection of who we are and what we do and who we become. How you become comfortable with that, justify it. Jimmy has a line in the fourth season, I'm good at this. And you know what? I'm good at this. I can play this guy. And sooner or later, you're going to have to see the whole picture. I believe. So, I mean, I think that that's good casting. Yeah. Emma's Professor X. Look at me, Wolverine. You know? Yeah. Look at me. Well, well, hearing, he, well, hearing him 
in his classic like delivery. Yeah. Yeah. He he has that you know what I mean. Yeah. He's got dude. that bravado. And he sets up straight. Right. And fucking yeah, you know, um, I could just see him in the chair, dude. Hear, hearing him yeah, hear, hearing him debrief the X Men on what's about to fucking go down. Yeah. I think I mean that's that's that that's great. And I've enjoyed him in the boys. Oh yeah. He's really good on there. I mean, he plays, you know, he does his thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's always that straight shooter, man. No jokes. No, no jokes, just just shooting from the hip. Yeah. Oh, he's badass, Griffin. I mean, but to be fair, he's always badass, though. Yeah. You know? This is true. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd also watch it, a Gus spinoff show. I mean, it's not Esposito knocking through a hole with a lightsaber badass, but it's badass. Yeah. But yeah, man, I mean, I would love if, if they considered, just even considered casting him for um, Professor X, because like, I feel like if anybody can pull it off, it's mm-hmm. definitely him. Yeah. Just his demeanor. Like his his personality, sense, yeah, yeah. His personality he makes so sense. Straight, just I could just hear it's, him talking, you know, like yeah, X Men, yeah. And why not? That's like whenever they had that concept uh, artwork of him as Mister Freeze. Like fuck that. yeah, dude. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. Like just thinking, I'm just in my mind. I'm 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 mulling over ways that he would deliver. You know, explaining Scarlet Witch's situation to people in like a House of M style. Like you know, yeah, him saying something like you know, Wanda is an unstable part. You know, and he and it's still that professionalism. Yeah, well, that and that voice, dude. You know, mm-hmm. Wanda is very unstable. You know, like it's his... the way he says it, the way he does his thing. When he, you know, what I'm talking about yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, like to approach her full on would be suicide. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. I think that that's perfect. And like whoever, he's going to show up in the MCU at some point. And like that one dude said, that one tweet, it's like, I would love to see this dude as actually playing a hero role to some extent. You know what I mean? That's not to say, though, that he wouldn't pull off a fantastic Dr. Doom. Not I mean, no pun intended. It would be almost too good, though, right? Well, I mean, just that cold yeah. analytical delivery is yeah. something I feel like Doom needs. Fuck it, dude. Cast them both. I mean, because, you know, outside of his power base, you know, Doom is a fucking genius, you know? Yeah. Like, he's one of those 40 chess villains, man. Like, you're you're stopping him here, but it's because this other plan's going exactly how he wants it. Right. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see him start venturing into superhero roles. I'm DT Dove, you know? Well, them wrapping up that show, that'll open him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's been pretty busy with that. I need to watch... Like eight uh, years. Yeah, I need to watch Better Call Saul. I think I watched the first two seasons of it. Yeah, same. 
I it wasn't that back. I hated it. I just got lost in between seasons. Lost you know, I moved songs. on to other stuff, and then I was like, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll binge yeah. fucking 12 seasons in a week, you know? Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. It's all good, no man, you know? Yeah, it's all gravy, bro. It's all gravy. You go all biblical, I will forsake all others, other than the faithful watch. <laughs> Uh, next up here, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong's Knock at the Cabin is an adaptation of a popular horror novel. It says Shyamalan has not been known for his adaptations of other writers' work, but it seems that after much speculation, Knock at the Cabin is actually based on a much-loved horror novel by Paul Tremblay. According to Tremblay himself, the new chiller from the director of Old and the Sixth Sense is adapted from the novel The Cabin at the End of the World. And when, and while it will obviously feature some changes and the usual host of Shyamalan surprises, this is one of the director's unusual forays into working with someone else's original storyline. In an interview with CNBC, Tremblay finally explained how Shyamalan came to become director of the movie and how he has been keeping the connection between the movie and the book a secret for some time. I honestly spent a chunk of my 2022 spring quelling internet rumors and putting out Twitter fires, connecting the book and movie. It reached a point in early June where that became impossible. However, with all of the information out there, including the IMDb page, I have been doing my part to be respectful of movie marketing desires and certainly wouldn't dream of spoiling anything. Like the majority of adaptations, there will be story changes and differences compared to the book, so my readers will still be surprised by the film. He added that Shyamalan was originally on board as a producer for the movie, which went into development in 2017, but when the first director dropped out, the filmmaker was quick to step up to take over. He added, of course, it was thrilling to hear that he was interested as I've enjoyed a number of his movies. At the time, though, given my prior experience with the ups and downs in the waiting game of development, I'd heard lots of exciting names attached to or interested in my prior novels and then things inevitably would fall apart when it became clear that not only was not interested and attached that the movie was in fact going into pre-production and then production i then moved from cautious cautious optimism to real time excited for those that are uh, starting make one line and one scene better because that's all that matters and in the end that's all i'm still trying to do there's a oh that's m night Shyamalan. okay so he posted that tweet with him sitting in the director's chair. Oh shit, he's so, already working on it. Yeah, this should be about finished. It should be wrapping up soon, you know? Uh, so this is the plot of the cabin at the end of the world here. Yeah. A couple named Andrew and Eric and their adopted daughter, Wynn, are taking a vacation in a secluded cabin in New Hampshire. Their dwelling is invaded by four strangers named Redmond, Leonard, Sabrina, and Adrian, who take the family captive and tell them that to prevent the upcoming apocalypse, one of them must be killed by the others. Uh, King wrote that the novel was thought-provoking and terrifying. So, so that should be interesting. It's a Shyamalan, you know? Yeah. And it's something he didn't write. He just got to direct it. Well, and old was based off of a graphic novel. Oh, that's right. 
So this isn't his first foray into other people's, uh, you know, written uh, work, but old was great. I thought old was good. Yeah. You know, so it makes me very interested to see uh, how he approaches like adapting a novel and maybe he can bring something new to the table, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I don't know if the the book gets supernatural or what's going on in it, but you got to imagine that Shyamalan's got some weird supernatural shit going on, right? Yeah. So, I wonder why he changed the name. Um, Knock at the cabin instead of the cabin at the end of the world. Shorter. Yeah. We'll or, I don't know. Maybe the cabin at something. the end... Yeah. I guess Knock at the Cabin has a better, a a more intriguing ring to it. Because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, Knock at the Cabin, what is it? Is it a monster? What's is knocking? it people? Yeah, exactly. You know what they say, dude? If the cabins are rocking, don't come a knocking. No, nah, I thought it was if somebody knocks, don't go to the door. Yeah. They say that too. You can't have a guest. If you don't open the door. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's how I live my life, dude. Whenever you said Paul Tremblay, that reminded yeah. me of Ethan Tremblay from Due Date, that Galifianakis. Yeah. yeah. That was his acting. Yeah. Maybe he tried to be on two and a half minutes. When you were like Paul Tremblay, I was like, Ethan Tremblay. <laughs> Tremblay. Never heard of the guy, but I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, Shyamalan's done some good things since he, which, I mean, we can't forget about Avatar, right? Yeah. That was somebody else's work, you know? Yeah. Just it saying. Still is. It's like. Yeah, right. Like a, just stick to your lane, man. Well, here's the, here's my thing with that, though. It's like, okay, Avatar is like a very beloved you know, anybody that tries to make anime. that's going to get ripped apart. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The only person that could make that not get ripped apart, but it would take like 15 years is James Cameron. Yeah. You know, we'll die before that comes out. <laughs> yeah. I hope that, uh, he's got everything planned out for all these avatar sequels. He's working on. He's going to be a head in a jar on like avatar 28, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So more blue. Yeah. We need all the blue. <laughs> I ever tell you about the abyss, I directed it. Like, Here he goes again with old stories. Yeah. It's yes, okay. We know. It's okay, Jimmy. You know, it's James. All right. So the goose gives an update on Universal's Wolfman reboot. The Wolfman remake is one of many Universal Monster projects that are currently in development. While there have been very few updates recently on the project, Gosling has been happy to offer a small update on the movie, which he still seems to be very much on board with. While the Dark Universe never really took off after the release of Tom Cruise's flop The Mummy, Universal Pictures has slowly been taking its horror reboots down different avenues, with a lot more success than the straight-up remake option offered. 
Uh, while movies like the Nicolas Cage starring Renfield are already filming, others like Wolfman are still in early stages of development. Speaking with Collider about his current movie, The Gray Man, Gosling touched on the subject of Wolfman, and it appears that despite the lack of updates on the movie, Gosling is certainly still excited about it. This is what he had to say. I, I just would do anything with Derek, but the idea of doing something like that just seems really exciting. It's new for both of us, but in some way, I feel like it's kind of the movie we've made already a few times, but in literal form. We've always kind of just made the metaphorical version of it, and it's sort of like the opportunity to really to just make the literal version of what we've been hacking away at. Uh, So Universal Monster Movies are not straight remakes this time around. When The Mummy was released in 2019, the big-budget adventure was expected to be Universal's version of Iron Man and would kick off an interconnected universe of movies that would combine the mythologies of the old Universal monster movies of the 30s and 40s. However, it became clear very quickly that those plans would need to be reworked when The Mummy bombed in every way possible. However, in 2020, The Invisible Man, the Invisible Man made its debut, a new modern take on the classic H.G. Wells story that provide, that proved to be both a refreshing change from the tired and cliche-ridden The Mummy and a big success for Universal. With a new plan in place to visit the Universal monster movies as unique and unconnected movies, the success of The Invisible Man led to, the, to an announcement of The Wolfman, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, and other projects would be getting developed in the coming years. After originally appearing in the 40s, Wolfman has been portrayed in many ways by many actors, and how Gosling's version would differ is yet to be revealed. But it does seem that it will not just be a man-turns-hairy-after-wolf-bite movie, and like The Invisible Man will instead rework the themes of the story into a modern setting. Of course, Gosling is currently busy working on a very different project as part of the Barbie movie, in which he stars as Ken alongside Margot Robbie in the uh, title role while the movie is certainly an intriguing one there are plenty of horror fans hoping that once his life in plastic is complete gosling will be moving on to wolfman in the near future have y'all seen the mummy um no i think hear me out here i think that we need to do it on the pod to see if it is such a just disaster that everybody says it wasn't worth it just watch it yeah dude yeah Yeah. because like the their idea was to take well we remember we read the articles yeah that was happening they had this like logo there's gonna be this whole monster universe they were gonna do a move all the movies again and then it was just never mentioned again i I even forgot about it until you read it It was like oh yeah well that's what happened to that like yeah so and you know they were supposed to bring the what was it dracula untold i think was the name of that that was i wouldn't have started with the mummy we already had like a mummy movie you know yeah exactly could have started with something else yeah i i agree 100 percent. like it it really makes no sense why they did it that way but i mean what can you do you know call him the goose yeah, <laughs> that's that's what people refer to him as. Really? Goose, yeah, yeah, dude. He's the <laughs> goose. Yeah, the goose. You went the goose. Let's see what the goose is up to. I'm like, who? <laughs> yeah, the goose. The go- yeah, I didn't know that. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, that mummy movie can't be that bad. As, it can't be as bad as people are making it out to be, right? That had Tom Cruise in it, right? Yeah, yeah. And Tom Cruise. No, and Tom Cruise usually does a. I mean, he doesn't make m- movies for the money anymore, does he? Uh, he? I mean, he's loaded. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know, man. It's weird. I'm interested in checking it out because I think that the idea of this universal dark, like, cinematic universe is very interesting because there's a lot that you can do once you start adapting this stuff and like combining some of this stuff together. But it's like how my thing is, is like, how are you going to do this connected universe and, and like build to something when you are focusing on what would be considered the villains? You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you're going for like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type thing, then it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to to do that, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but the way that they made it seem is like Tom Cruise was the main character in The Mummy. There was some weird shit going on about whatever was happening with him. It's like, and I don't know how the movie played out. I don't know if he becomes The Mummy, if he gets, like, you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I remember from the know. trailer there was like a chick mummy. Yeah, she's a, a chummy. Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, not your classic wrapped up. Yeah, Brendan Fraser mummy, like a no, kind of like a Scarlet Witch mummy. Yeah, that could uh, be. Um, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but I think that we should. I haven't watched The Invisible Man either. I haven't seen that, but it looked a little bit. I don't know, date rapey? Yeah. From the trailer, you know what I'm saying? Like Everybody it got, was raving about it for weeks after it came out. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe we can pop that at some point, but it's like when I saw the trailer for the mom, or for the Invisible Man, I'm like, I don't feel like this is geared towards me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like high school kids or like early, early 20s kids and didn't it have the chick from The Maid's Tale? I think she was in it. She was like yeah, I think character. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I like the idea of like the classic Universal monsters, yes. but um, you're gonna have to come up with a very interesting and clever idea to make them appeal to other people than us. You know what I mean? Like kids these days are not going to be interested in like Dracula. Cause like, how do you make these characters terrifying? Well, how do you make it fresh? Exactly. Well, not the yeah. same story again. Like, you know, the yeah. wolf man or. Yeah. And I think that that's where it struggles. It's like, how do you make it fresh, interesting, but not overly gory? Yeah. Because that's to me, that's how, like, that's the default. If we can't figure out a way to make it like, fresh and interesting and scary just with the content and like the, with the way that it's written, let's just up the gore factor. Let's show broken bones and split. I feel like, I feel like these universal movies could absolutely take a page from the A24 atmosphere. What oh, would make dude. these movies creepy would be the setting. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Less is more, and more of like the uneasiness because it's the top. These are these are the type of films that when they come out, it's not it's not the story that's being written. We're all waiting for these iconic characters to make their big reveal. Yeah. And being able to go about that in a way that, like y'all are saying, makes it fresh but equally shocking. You know that to me, I feel like that's the trick. That's that's the one to land, and everything else I think would fall in place. I think that that's a genius idea. I think Trav's onto something here. Well, I think it would work perfectly with Wolfman. Yeah, even Dracula to where, too, and have it to where where you know. Because let's, we can all equally agree. And it's one of the first films I remember ever sharing a watch with Griffin. And it was the Benicio Del Toro Wolfman. Yeah. Yep. And it went from trying to almost nail that atmosphere in a sleepy hollow sense, you know? Yeah. And then just the last half of the movie just becomes a gag fest. You're just, you're laughing at everything. Yeah. Um, this motherfucker jumps through more windows. A lot of window <laughs> jumping in that movie. Yeah. A lot. An unnecessary amount. Like, you know? like to it's the a drinking game me, at this point, you know? Well, yeah. well, like me and Griff coined the term werewolfing through a window. Yeah. Like, and, you know, so I feel like, and it wasn't Benicio Del Toro's performance no. that was bad. It He's was a script in the direction for sure. Yeah. But I think that if, if you know, you have it where it's like, you know, you just set it up, man. You set it up and just let let the world itself scare the fuck out of you. Not some scene where Wolfman tears someone's head off. Like, absolutely include that, but keep it less is more so that when it happens, it, it is shocking. It is out of it. Well, that's the yeah. thing with the original, like, monster movies, like that image you see there from the Wolfman. Like, those movies were, like, the camera, like, really told the story. Yeah. It wasn't so much the action, you know, because these are just action-packed. Just yeah, throat slicing, yeah. jumping through windows. Like, those movies were, like, low and slow. Yeah. Yes. Creepy. The way the camera would just stay there and hold. And a whole yeah. scene would play out, and the camera never fucking moved. Like, yeah. Like that shot, dude. You know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, think that like that... take and and you and you could do something almost evil dead level of budget where you take like a classic cabin story, you have you have like a family out there. Like just retell the wolf man. Fuck you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. want to watch the OG, go find the OG. But kind of retell it in a sense where you reintroduce the wolf man for modern audiences where <sighs> You have a family, they're off vacationing, you know, up in the woods, like, you know, creepy cabin, but it's still nice. You can tell it's frequented back and forth, but it's still got that, but it's still got that, it's still got that vibe though. You're like, "Mm, they could have put some new shutters on this damn thing, you know? Yeah. But then you just have the events of, of the movie play out where, you know, you have a character, one of the, one of the family members, you know someone's dreaming about wolves or you know they they see his figure off in the distance just stalking them like a wolf would and kind of kind of play on the 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 actual animalistic tendencies of a wolf and then have this big reveal that it's a that it's a man or 
that it's the father yeah that's i was been thinking turning the into the that's been turning into the wolf man and you know terrorizing the family <laughs> and have we'll have it to where he's he's come out there and have it be like a like a a, a really creepy s- sequence for like for the mother where like he's come out there to more or less break the news because the kids started showing signs that they have the wolf in them as well. And he's like, we're, you know, we're, we're out, you know, kind of do that. And, 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 and not so much as, you know, you don't have to spend too much time focused on Wolfman, but have it to where like, you know, the mother's making dinner at the counter and she's cutting, you know, the classic carrot chopping sequence. It's just eerie. No, no music. And then she goes outside and you see something's been torn to the absolute fuck apart, like completely dismembered. Like just little occurrences happen that, that shows you that something's off and then work towards a big reveal or something, you know? Yeah. Well, and they could go if they wanted to and go the extra, the extra length with it, they could make it really fucked up because if they went something that route, then it could be like, okay, like the kids are expressing signs, this, that, and the other. It's something that's hereditarily passed down. Like the dad could be like forcing the kids to do the werewolf shit almost against their will. You know what well, I mean? Well, and and have it and have like a like a fifty fifty. You have the one kid that's perturbed by everything. He's like, "What the fuck am I? What's going on?" And then you have the other kid that's just giving in to the urges. He's just fucking he like he's like he's, let, he's letting it out, you know. And everyone's like, "Uh, yeah." And you know, have have some sort of sequence where he's like, you know, we've all come out here because like we're going hunting. Yeah, have that be what he feeds to the wife. But like, you know, I got you, man. The dad, the, the parent, the parents are separated, mm. and the kids are going to visit their dad. They hadn't seen him in a while, you know, and they come out there and he's like making them do this weird shit. And they, you know what I mean? Cause he got some, somehow when he was there, he turned, he got turned into one. Yeah. And he's making them do all this weird shit. Like you were saying, you know, you could have the mom show up near the end then she's there. It's like, dad's yeah. a fucking werewolf, you know? Yeah. And he's going to turn us into one. Well, when she shows up, that's when we finally see. All hell classic. breaks loose. Well, like the the we we get him do the iconic you know Wolfman like camera close up moment yeah. you know like it's like oh fuck it's him like that you know have that twist happen or like I mean yeah and or or if you could find if if a way could be found to where this story plays out like it does but have it to where it's like you know his him becoming a lycanthrope has given him like lo- a longer lifespan. Mm-hmm. So he is the fucking Wolfman, like the one from the good old fashioned universal film. Yeah. But it's like, he's lived a long life now. He's learned how to figure his shit out. But like the whole thing with the kids, you know, happening and that stuff, it's causing him to kind of like, for lack of better terms, wolf out. Yeah. And so he's like, we got to get the fuck out of the city. Yeah. Cause I know what this is going to do. And have them, you know, that that's that's why they go to the cabin, and then the rest of the film can take place there. And I mean, dude, from there, all you got to do is have some damn good actors, and you can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, because they said that they wanted to make them more like 
uh, like character driven pieces where, you know, it's a reflection of like, it's a reflection of like what people would go through, but to the most extreme, like, like it's a, it's this like interpretation, right? And Mm -hmm. if you have, if you have an adult and also kids there, you can see different perspectives and how these different perspectives interpret this thing. And I mean, it's a man changing into a wolf, right? It would be the perfect metaphor for like the LGBTQ community, right? If you really think, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You could think in terms of that as well, but I mean, you could, you could even to, to kind of have it relate to modern times, you could have just a good two to three minute dialogue sequence where they're going down the road. And, you know, as they're pulling up to the property, you know, you have the, the father holds out this little like bin thing. He's like, all right, guys, y'all know the drill. Cough them up. All them phones fall into it. Like he, he takes all the phones and leaves them in the car. And that could be later used as like, okay, well, in order for them to get out, you know, whatever character is going to be the survivor of the story, they got to make it to the car. But then, you know, have it to where, you know, he, they get to the car, they're going to try to find the phone, and they find that, like, that Ben's gone. And, like, later on, like, you find out he did, he fucking destroyed them. Like, he burnt the phones, like, took them apart, yeah. fucking, you know. And that way, that way, you can get away from all of the modern safety things that could kick in to be like, well, why didn't they do this? Or why didn't they do that? Like, you can be like, no, because they're stuck in a fucking cabin in the woods. Yeah, no power. You know how no... that plays out, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, lean into the parts of horror that are the the tropes, everything. Lean into it, work with it, and 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 I feel like like something like that could breed some sort of innovative way of retelling that type of trope. Yeah. What? I I, I feel like I mean, you know, obviously because you posted the article, but I mean, just think of all the ways you could do all of them, like. Imagine a modern retelling of Frankenstein. Yeah. Like legitimate. Like you could straight up have it like House That Jack Built style where like Dr. Frankenstein is fucking just this, he's just this fucking dude, man. He's this rejected doctor. He's, you know, he had really insane research ideas of what he was wanting to do. Like, you know, you could derive it from some modern day thing where he was, you know, trying to work on, you know, either uh you know reviving people that are you know something that perfects bringing people back from cardiac arrest or some shit yeah and you know kind of play it play on the whole lightning thing as like lightning strikes but that ain't that's not what does it that's not what brings this monster to life but like you know kind of do symbolically let the lightning flicker to kind of give the audience the idea that like this is when he this is when this is when the you know dude came online yeah right and even even i mean i said online like that even got me thinking dude what if you just injected just a slight bit of science fiction you know like frankenstein still got parts of other people but have it like something where it's like you know it's different organs from different organ donors and like certain limbs were put together and then like you know have them almost like vader they turn vader in a way but not yeah. too, not too on the nose with that shit, you know, like have it something where it's like, you know, the brain was preserved, you know, you could go, you could go completely ridiculous with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you could and you could pay homage to other films that came afterwards. Like, you know, if if it's a serum that brings them back, like that that's a total fucking reanimator reference you could yeah. do. Make the liquid green, like neon yeah. green. Like you could just it, it could be it could be such a sandbox to play with. Yeah. You know, if, if, if with the right team to to want to go in and be like, we're going to cultivate this universe. We're going to bring everything back. It's going to have its, it's going to have the flair and charm of what made audiences decades ago enjoy it. But we're going to apply it for modern times, and it's going to not be revolving around technology in in the sense of like, oh, social media. It's not going to be a Fast and Furious movie, right? Unfortunately, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all saw the and Fast like, and Furious babies and Chip and Dale right the poster. Yeah. And dude, I would do I mean, how would y'all how would you want to approach Dracula? Like, would you want it to be full Castlevania? Like homeboy just shows the fuck up and they're like, wait, why is this guy here? Do you do you go do you kind of play with the idea like something wicked this way comes where dude's got like a little demented shop ran by like a creek? You find out that creeps grooming people to fucking take them up to Dracula's castle. Like, how well, do you approach the wives? Like, I mean, you could, I mean, you know, you could do all kinds of crazy shit with Dracula. Yeah. Well, I always thought it was very fascinating the way that Dracula is approached a lot of times is like this fucked up love story, you know? You're right. Because... It's always, it's always him trying to get. He's got a bedroom of bitches, but he wants the one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and it, that's always been very interesting to me because it's like, okay, this dude's still a fucking monster, but like, there's this thing that, you know, he craves like everybody else craves. And it's like, at what lengths is we, he willing to go for this? Well, I it's mean, very that, stalkery. yeah, well, it, you know, it's also, it's also <laughs> something that kind of, taps in and connects them all and unifies them is that they all deal with these monsters that are trying to cling on to some sense of humanity. Yeah. And the, and the struggle of that, then they give in and become what they are. And you could, you could apply a million fucking metaphors to that shit. Yeah. I think if they get the right people attached and involved in these, uh, universal flicks, then they can make something great happen. But like you like like you recommended earlier, man. I'm I, I'm down to give the Tom Cruise Mummy film a go. Like I I actually wouldn't mind exploring the the what could have been of that whole thing. Like I'm down with uh, Dracula Untold and uh, the Mummy for that matter. Like I'm down with a twofer. Just, yeah, just to kind of like delve deeper into that and to see what you know what maybe like maybe there were hints that like what 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 was it going to build up to? Was yeah. it as isolated of films as maybe they were from the get-go? Right. I've right. seen Dracula Untold, but I haven't watched uh, The Mummy or Invisible Man. But, you know, throw it in the pile, see where it winds up. You know what I'm saying? At the bottom next to Metropolis. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it's a big pile. <laughs> yeah. Um, last up here, I didn't drop this in here, but I saw this on Twitter just a second ago. So HBO max to add massive collection of a 24 films in August of 2022. So it says that, uh, HBO max is, uh, maybe known as a streaming service that prioritizes quality over quantity 
but it's set to add both next month. Screen Rant can exclusively reveal that the platform will be increasing its offerings of premium movies in August of 2022, thanks to a large assortment of A24 titles from the last decade. Founded in 2012, A24 has already made a name for itself as the home of high-profile series such as Emmy Award-winning Euphoria and top-notch films such as last year's Oscar nominee, Minara. That's that movie with Minari? Yeah, with Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Euphoria is one of several A24 productions, is one of several A24 productions already available on HBO Max as part of a large collection that includes beloved offbeat series such as Two Dope Queens and Pod Save America. But now, perfectly timed to A24's 10th anniversary, the streaming platform is set to add a massive collection of films to its roster. The impressive list includes Oscar-nominated films such as Room uh, and Ex Machina, as well as beloved titles like The uh, Spectacular Now and Amy. Aside from being the largest collection of A24 films ever hosted by HBO Max, it's also a sign of the platform's commitment to providing quality content. By collaborating with entertainment companies that have proven their ability to produce content of high entertainment value, HBO Max continues to bring viewers closer to the content they may want. Uh, Check out the complete list of movies below. So you've got Adderall Diaries, Amy, Barely Lethal, uh, The Captive, a.k.a. Queen of the Night, Charles Swan, Dark Places, Enemy, Ex Machina, uh, Life After Beth, um, Room, Son of a Gun, Tusk, Under the Skin. A lot of these were like 2014, 2015 titles. So I wonder if um, they're going to... I think the oldest one is How to Talk to Girls at Parties, which is 2018. Lean on Pete is 2018. So it looks like 2013, 14, 15, and a couple of select 2018 titles. So I wonder if they're going to slowly start trickling out A24 films to HBO Max. And if they do, then that's great. You know, like, I'm kind of surprised. they found a streaming service to use. Like, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't develop their own. Yeah. So. I mean, it would make sense, but, you know, whatever. But now they could do, like, you could do A24 originals that they don't get yes. a theatrical release. Yeah. Straight to streaming. Yeah. And they could or use HBO. they could get a limited theatrical release to be considered for nomination yeah. and then still release same day on HBO Max, which is fine. I'm fine with that, like a thousand percent, you know, so. Yeah. So, but yeah, I saw that and I wanted to bring that up because, you know, we've, we've watched a couple A24 films here and there, you know? Yeah. Just a handful. Men, 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 men. Yeah. Still thinking about that shit, you know? Men. But yeah, that's all I got for, for movie news. Y'all see anything interesting? Netflix lost a million subscribers. That's about the only thing I saw. Their biggest loss yet. They still got over 200 million, but that's the first time it's dropped that much. Well, wasn't there something that came out like a week or two ago about they're working with some company about 
Microsoft like ad ad revenue. Yeah. Microsoft, they're going to have like, you'll be able to get like a ad version of Netflix. So is it going to be free? You know, know what I mean? Maybe like, discounted. Kind of like how Hulu does it. Yeah. You know, Hulu's got a cheaper version that has ads. Yeah. That's probably what they're going to do. Yeah. And you may not have access to certain things. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that would be, I mean, you know, whatever. Like, the thing is, is people are like, as things go up in value and yeah. go up in price, they're going to start peeling back on what they want access to. And to me, whenever you start adding up Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Paramount, like you start adding all this shit up, you're spending like 150 bucks just in streaming services. You know what I mean? So what gets the axe early? I mean, keep one streaming service, especially if it's something that you watch constantly. Yeah. You know? And to be fair, though, they kind of fucked up by not trying to lock in NBC and keep the office and stuff like that on there. Yeah. Like most people just had the off or had Netflix to watch the office on repeat, you know? Yeah. A lot of people too, they'll like, you know, you'll, you'll get on one for a while, kind of watch up everything that they got. Yeah. And then, you know, cancel that one because you just do it by, by monthly. Yeah. Go over here to HBO for a while, you know, cause it's like, what's the point of paying for all of these streaming services at once? Yeah. When you can only sit there and like watch one thing at a time. So yeah. You know, you hop on there, watch it, hop over here. All right. Now you can do Paramount. Paramount was like way at the bottom on that list. Netflix was the top slot. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. You know what I mean? Hulu was under it. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll see, man. I mean, it makes sense um, that people are are dialing back a little bit now. But I mean, Netflix has been doing its Netflix thing for for a long time. It's been yeah. at the top for forever. So, and I'm not saying that I want it to fail, but like, if you still got 200 million subscribers, yeah, and you lost, is that really a loss? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. But you got to think too, like how many people came back, resubbed just to watch, um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, unsubscribed. The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And then they watched it all, and then they leave. Yeah. They'll be back, make some more shit. Yeah. Yep. I mean, could you imagine how things would have been different if, um. uh, if Netflix was able to lock in the uh, Marvel shit. Oh, shit. You know, they they had those Marvel series there, but imagine if if, uh, Disney didn't exist, like Disney Plus didn't exist the way it currently does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they should have been making those handshake deals early on. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Better contracts. Yeah. I mean... All Netflix would have had to have done was like, we're going to produce everything. Like you provide the writers and and the direction that you want it to go in and we'll pay for everything else. 
and they still would have how much money would they would have made if they released moon Knight or, or fucking wandavision on netflix you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. goddamn so yeah dude disney plus doesn't have as many subs as you think yeah it's like 40 million something that's so, not really a lot compared to yeah But it's all good, though, you know? We got, uh, but yeah, I'm ready for trailers, dude. We got some Steve good Carell. ones in here. The patent? Oh, the patient. Oh, okay. My bad. The patient patent. Oh, okay. I'll allow it. It's supposed it, to know? be serious, too. So, Just oh, from the God. comments, people are like, it's so weird to see Steve Carell serious. He's an Sorry. actor. So. Yeah. He doesn't have to be funny all the time. Yeah. You know? I mean, he could be, I guess, but. Yeah. What, what's the fun in that, though? Could you imagine if I was serious all the time? Yeah. Be weird. Yeah. I mean, have I ever been serious? One time we got pulled over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you pretty serious. During a traffic yeah. stop, but then silly good probation. time after that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody got serious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you play, Travis? Play guitar. <laughs> I'll never Face, forget huh? that. Sure you ain't drunk? You're like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Am I? Huh? But yeah. Y'all got this All pulled right. up? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for it, man. It's got Dom Hall Gleason in it. Let's see. Three, two, one, play. Oh. He's a shrink. He looks like the dude from Fallout Boy. What? Oh, God damn. That's a good show. The Americans? Yeah. It looks familiar. It's dude from Ex Machina. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Has he got him chained up? Misery. Oh, no. I'm about this. Yeah. Come on. It's a series, dude. Yeah. Holy shit, that looks good. Definitely be checking that out. Yeah, for sure, right? As soon as I saw him chained to the floor and the dude's like, I'm a fucking serial killer. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'm like, how you going to reverse psychology this shit? 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, But you know how it's going to play out. Corral's got some fucking things he's got to work out. They're going to become like best friends, you know? He's going to kill him. They're going to kill each other in a standoff. I don't know. We got a She-Hulk trailer. Is this a trailer trailer? Okay. I think so. No. It says concept. I mean, are we still going to watch it? or I don't want to watch it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. American Carnage. Gina I didn't think Ortega. there would be a concept trailer on a fucking verified. Yeah, on a verified fucking channel. Yeah. What? Is this concept? The Lionsgate? all right three two one play saban all right bitch Oh, God damn. This is yellow as the new orange. Yeah. Check them out. It's better than jail, but what's wrong with these people? Some weird, like, Jordan Peele kind of vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. What? What's happening? I don't know. You about to bite him. What's it turning into? Oh. The fuck was that dude about, you know? I don't know, dude. That was fucking nutty. It's a foreign. Oh, this is? I think so. Okay. I like this thing. Witness nonstop real-time action in this extreme action spectacular. All right. A lot of action. Yeah. Spectacular. I'm ready. All right. Three, 
two, one, play. Staple cross. Oh, I think it's voiced over. Kata! Oh, he's about to start fucking people up, dude. Mm. That was a really cool shot. Yeah. What? Too soon. Yeah, right. (laughs) What in the fucking Squid Games is happening here? Is the kid the cure? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. You just got John wicked, bitch. Cool camera work. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. Uh. That was neat. This like, looks pretty fucking you know? cool. Yeah. Like, he just went under the wheel. Somebody give that cinematographer a fucking Arbor Miss. Fucking working overtime. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost Bollywood as fuck, dude. It looks good, though, for real. I like the camera work, man. Makes me want to watch that it. That shot where he like swings around the Jeep. Yeah, the yeah. The way that it swung around and turned with him. It's like, oh. Yeah. Well, that wasn't easy. What have... Yeah, right. <laughs> what have we here? Fucking Moppet. <laughs> Fucking Moppet. What the fuck? Why flag? I married one of those. Got to do fucking the tutors. Oh, okay. I think. It looks like I'm in the thumbnail. You're about to find out. Three, two, one, play. the future yeah that's him okay ex machina on the market you know what's that swiss world What do you mean by you people?
Sounds like a wife to me. I remember yeah. everything, motherfucker. Yeah, come here, pretty boy. <laughs> wife like. Yeah, right. Full Metal Alchemist, The Revenge of Scar. It's so, fucking live. Is there already a show of this? Or is this new new? Do they have a show know. on Netflix? I remember we read something about them doing it. And I just, I, I guess I thought it was already out, but this is real. Okay. Let's fucking see what it do when it do what it do. All right. Three, two, one, play. Robot man. He's how. <laughs> I fucking hate that this exists. Great dishonor. Really, Netflix? That and what pisses me off, man, is that that Full Metal Alchemist is a really good show. Yeah. Particularly Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. So I I know exactly where in the story they're trying to adapt right now with this movie, and it's the it's quite honestly one of the best parts. I think it. I mean, I think the movie's touting as like part three or part two or whatever. And it looks like that they hit the some of the beats that the sh- that that the story, you know, it looks like they're doing it, but it just looks so bad. Right. It looks like something somebody made, and Netflix just picked it up. And it looks like it didn't I, have any of their money behind it. Because there's a there's a sh- I mean, I don't like the level of stuff going on, the context of what they're doing, why they're doing it, and all that stuff. I just don't see how they could cram that in one film. Yeah. Cause like that's like that's end game of the story going on in that shit. Right. I mean, it, it, it's a like if, if done right, Full Metal Alchemist could be a great like brothers adventure story. Cause the whole thing is that they tried to resurrect their dead mother. Yeah. Using alchemy. And the 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 spell goes wrong, and it turns the the main character turns his 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 younger brother 
it completely destroys his body and 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 right before he dies dude like takes it's that suit of armor mm-hmm. and he's able to he takes a little bit of that dude's blood and makes a seal to bind his soul to it and so the journey is not necessarily them trying to get their mom back but them trying to get their brother's body back and right. come to terms it's a it's a letting go story with a bunch of fucking fantasy elements right really really good shit though man hell yeah it wouldn't fucking be real estate trailer tuesday without an exorcism movie god right? damn it i Fuck. mean all we, all we need is like we need to have griffin's haunted house soapbox and it needs to be a segment where griff almost goes like Peter Griffin style of like what grinds his gears and it's just you tearing in the haunted house and ghost films every week. I mean, it has for the devil. It has slowed down a little bit. Then they're like, wait, there's more. Oh no. I'm like, fuck. We got a few more trinkets at the bottom of the bag. Yeah. Who knows? This might be the best one ever, dude. Let's see. Way to find out. They right. never, they never go all the way. Like not since the Exorcist, in my opinion. I'm calling yeah. it this video that come out on the 14th with fucking less than 3,000 views and 63 thumbs up. This gonna be the one. Let's fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, three, two, one, play. Devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. Nope. Is it going to be a nun that was possessed? Possessed nun? Have we done that? I think so. Whoa. That was kind of creepy. Let my hand. <laughs> I've always figured he he's like he's he's Black Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Look at this. That's enough. I'm done. I'd be done. Of course it is. Whoa. Finished. Finished business. Now I'm down with like weird shit like that, like where a character just starts saying crazy shit, you know. Then it turns into. (laughs) 
Why would you show that? Why would you put that in the trailer? Well, to be fair, we weren't going to watch it. But still, I'm sure we're turning into it. Fuck. It's because they're going to go know what happened. And there's going to be a mind fight. I need a mind fight. Mind fight. A living had a mind fight. Mind fight. <laughs> Gonna stick her in a pizza freezer. And put her in the upside down in the nick of time. She's gonna have a mind fight. Piggybacking for the mind fight. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, I can film you. Once we, once we open that can of worms, it stays open. It's not an unscrewable jar. That shit looked terrible. <laughs> it's all must say. I mean, we haven't dude, seen this trailer, have we? It's nuns and Satan, Griff. No. Nate. Yeah, but but still though. I'm sure I am Lucifer in the flesh. Okay. The good boss. He's a good boss. That guy sure is a good boss. RVR Bardem. Three, two, one, play. Because it becomes just a coin. I didn't know Javier Bardem was playing Bruce Springsteen. His voice don't even sound real. No. It sounds like it's been pitched down. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to watch him play a role out like this after seeing him in Mother. Did they speed this up? Or are they just talking that fast? I think they're just. The audio sounds weird. Oh, he's going to fall in love with her. New blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. Uh-oh. Kind of interested in what's going on there. Yeah. The good boss. Oh, that looks pretty interesting. Looks better than that fucking nun shit. Yeah. You know, you know, you got, it made me think of a, it's a weird thing to be reminded of, but like the way he's going around just doing random shit and it's, it's almost like a day in his life kind of. Yeah. Makes me oh. think of the old uh, Matthew Broderick film election. Yeah, it definitely kind of had that style too. Where 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 he's just he he's up to no good, but it's just like a mishmash of random shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, I I I mean, I'd watch it. It looks good. Bardem is a great actor. You're about to see Lily Rose Depp 
like you've never seen her before in a movie. She naked? I've never Close. seen her in a, in a movie okay. at all. You never seen her in a movie? Wait, wasn't she? Well, yoga hosers don't count. <laughs> she was in it though. It don't count. Come on, guys. Yeah, she's. Uh, I think this is. What did it say? This was made. The weekend's involved in making this. Oh, okay. Ooh, I'm blinded by the light. Okay. My falsetto will make a million bucks. All right, the idol. Three, two, one, play. <coughs> Fuck the weekend. <clears throat> Name's Abel. Are you making a pop star? What the fuck? Jesus. Might be some nipple on that movie or show. Is it a show? I think it's a show. Yeah, I think it's a show, yeah. Hmm. Interested? <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. That's one thing to call it. When the woman was telling, doing the dance, she's like, "Orgy <laughs> now, orgy." Interested? There it is. It was like a. It's like a degenerate neon demon. That's what that movie looks like. I mean, your silence says it all, guys. Yeah, I, just say I, mean. I was reading the. I was trying to make sure this was the real. <laughs> I was just saying that uh, the idol looks like a like a like a a fucking degenerate version of Neon Demon or a more, if you will. You said, "Fuck the weekend." Like I don't know, man. Weekends are pretty cool. Yeah, I love the weekend. I don't know what the weekend is, guys. Saturday's the best day, but then there's Sunday, and that's that's no good. Saturday's bill paying day. Sunday's chilling day, guys. You got to rest on the Sabbath, dude. Man, fuck keeping it holy. It's they did they make a YouTube channel just to put this on? I think so. I saw it on a few others. Oh no, this is the official. Oh, it's cool if they let me upload that here. All right, the monsters, guys. Let's see what Netflix acquired. <laughs> Three. It's got to be better than that Full Metal Alchemist trailer. Three, two, one, play. Oh, it's the Thunder Kiss video. You know? <laughs> Is Shay Monster doing that? 
Ajá. Straight up shot it like a show. Yeah. Picking up what we're doing, the shadow vibes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I could whip you up a hobby down in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, so this is before they had got married. Yeah. Looks like a silly ghost time, dude. Yeah. Looks over the top. PG-13. Of course it is. We'll see how it shakes out, man. This was uploaded. Like, recently. Like an hour yeah. ago. Yeah. I saw we yeah. were watching something. I look over there and it was like 43 minutes ago. I was like, oh, shit. This yeah. is the time for us. Yeah. Thank God somebody's Fucking thinking God. of us. Yeah. It's like, when when's going to be our time right now? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Halloween How? ends. Mm. 10, 14, 22. Damn, I didn't even realize it was coming out that soon. All right. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. The bassy. What was those? The gay guys? Little oh, John yeah. and Big John. Yeah. <laughs> Big John. Little John. It was funny. It's going to be somebody else. It's not going to be him. Never mind. It's him.
Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She's going to fuck him up, dude. Mm. I'm excited. I wonder if they'll do a release. Like, remember last time it was like, wasn't long before it was just out. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to turn, kind of turn the idea on its head a little bit where you have the majority of the film is obviously Michael's body count stacking up. And then like the last, I don't know, the climax of the film it's just Lori Strode just going to fucking town on him. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of how, it, yeah. You almost put her hand in the fucking garbage, the disposal. Yeah, that was kind of like a throwback to what H two O, where they dropped that ring in that oh, yeah, garbage. You can see the ring on her finger. Yeah. I can't Still, wait, yeah. man. And that's yeah. their last one, right? After their little trilogy. Yeah. yeah, that's it, man. That's all she wrote. Speaking of all she wrote, what are we watching next week? The list has been updated. Oh, shit. Okay. The Black Hell Phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. What do you think, Trav? Black Phone? No. The I've seen great reviews, in. dude. Yeah. I haven't seen, seen one person talk shit about it. No. Like people. I've seen a lot of people that watch it and get on Twitter and they're like, yo, watch the black phone. Good. Yeah. Do it. And this was, isn't this, the? did y'all say it was based on the book by Stephen King's son? Yes. Source material, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. The Ethan Hawke? Yeah. The Hawk? Mm-hmm. They call him the Hawk. Kind of like they call dude the Goose. <laughs> well, He's when the are the they going to get a movie together? The Goose, the Goose and, the and the Hawk? Yeah, dude. That's the name of it. But I'm excited to watch it. I'm very excited, man. That's what we're going to watch next week. Hell yeah, let's do it, dude. Checks in the mail.